araw ay may dalang mga posibilidad. Nang tagumpay o kabiguan, nang ligaya o lungkot. Kaya marapat lamang natanggapin si Yesu Kristo bilang tagapagligtas at Panginoon. At matapos yun ay panariwain ang katapatan at paglapit sa Kanya bawat araw o day by day. Ang day by day ay naglalayong kumalalay sa pang-araw-araw na pamumuhay kristyano.
Narito po si Pastor Ed Lapid sa mensaheng pinamagatang. A disciple is a learner. Napakalinaw po ng Great Commission at ito ay napakaraming beses nang naituro sa mga Bible studies, sa mga worship services. Make disciples. In other words, the Great Commission is not an evangelistic commission. The Great Commission is a command to make disciples. It only so happens that you need to evangelize first before you can make disciples. Evangelism, therefore, conversion, is only the doorway, the entry point, unto that which the Lord wants to accomplish, and that is to make disciples. The convert is to be turned into a disciple. It only so happens that he must be converted first. Tayo po, we've been converted to the Lord, meaning we accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord, and I pray that everyone in this hall has done that. But you don't stop at being converted. Hindi naman sapat na sinanggap na natin ang Panginoon. We've got to be a disciple. And until we have become disciples, we have not yet accomplished the, sec- the, the Great Commission in our personal lives. And until we have made disciples out of our church, then we would have not accomplished that command in the church level. But the command of the Lord was to make disciples of all nations. Who is a disciple? Well, yung formal meaning niya, yung mga disciples, the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. But of course, the disciple today is one who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines of the Lord Jesus Christ. The general definition is a disciple is one who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines of another. And in our case, the doctrines and teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sa context po ng word na disciple, it means a learner, a student of, a follower of. So napakalinaw na ang mga tao talaga na nakikristo dapat disciple. But are you now a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ or are you just a convert? Nando na yung pinto, pumasok na tayo, we have converted to the Lord, we have accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord, pero nakapasok na ba tayo ng tuloy-tuluyan? O matapos pumasok sa pinto ay bumara na doon at nando na lamang. Are we frozen in the state of conversion and have not progressed to becoming a disciple? A disciple is a learner. Ang isang disipulo, ang isang tagasunod ay isang mag-aaral. And a learner is open and teachable. Can you count yourself open, teachable? If you heard a teaching that's totally new to you, sometimes threatening to what you have always believed in, do you say, iba yata ito, pero let me hear it. And let me give it a chance at matingnan kung ano nga ba ito, at maipanalangin at mabuksan ng Biblia at matingnan kung nasa Biblia nga ba ito. Akala po ng maraming evangelical Christians, open-minded na sila. Pero marami pa rin po sa atin, narrow-minded. Na pag may narinig tayong isang katuroan na parang medyo bago sa ating pandinig, immediately we just label it as what? Satanic. Wrong. Evil. But a true disciple is a learner. And a learner must have an open mind. I don't ask you to open your minds to that which is obviously satanic or evil. Dapat talagang isara natin ang ating isip sa mga obviously wrong. Subalit, hindi ko mo bago at hindi ko mo, hindi tayo sanay sa ganon ay mali na yun. Dapat bigyan natin ng pagkakataon na mapag-aralan, maipanalangin, allow it to sink into our system so that we will have a logical base from which we would and we could 
what? Rejected if we wanted. Napakahalaga na makita natin muna bago tanggihan. There is so much to know. What we know is little. What we do not know is immense. Kaya sino daw po ang mangmang? Ang isa sa mga definition ng mangmang ay eh yung taong akala niya, alam na niya lahat. Whenever you think you know everything, you're a fool. Because a wise man knows how much he does not know. That there is so much to know. Because a wise man's experience, whenever he learns, tells him of his difference before and after he learned. And therefore he knows that there is so much yet to be known. Sabi sa Proverbs 9, 8-9, Do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Instruct a wise man and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man and he will add to his learning. Pagka daw po ang ating tinuturuan ay yung mapanglibak, nakasaraang isip, yung mga mangmang, magagalit sila. But rebuke a wise man and he will thank you. Are we open to rebuke? Because if we are not open to rebuke, we cannot be God's disciples. Napakaraming dapat i-rebuke sa ating buhay. And the Lord Himself has rebuked left and right yung mga disciples niya whenever they were wrong. How do we react to being rebuked? Ito, matatapos na ang taon. Halos matatapos na ang Nobyembre. Siguro nakatanggap po tayo ng rebuking this past year. Directly or indirectly, personally, through the pulpit, through a song, through the prayer of a brother or a sister. How did we react to this? At kung hanggang ngayon po, na-offend pa tayo sa rebuke, we've got to say, another year is coming. I've got to be a disciple by next year. And I've got to open my mind. And I've got to be objective and to be intelligent enough and to be thankful enough and grateful enough for anybody to who rebukes me. Pagka daw marunong ang isang tao habang tinuturuan mo siya at pinapakita mo sa kanyang-kanyang mali, ay lalo siyang natututo. But those that don't learn are those that pretend to know. Those that pretend to know for a while looks like a wise person, but forever remains a fool. But he who does not know and admits it for a while looks like a fool and then learns and is full of wisdom forever. Hindi natin dapat itinatago kung hindi natin alam. Hindi natin naiintindihan. Maraming mga tao ang sobra-sobra ang nagiging pagkakamali sa pagpapanggap nila na naiintindihan nila o alam nila ang kanilang gagawin. And it is not shameful to admit what we do not know. Because what we do not know is really a lot. So a learner is open and teachable. Teachable dapat. Pag nakita natin na mali tayo o confronting tayo, huwag natin iwasan, tanggapin. Tayo na nga dapat ang unang nagtatanong, ano bang mali ko? Ano bang dapat kong malaman? Merong mga tao, masyadong maninipis, balat sibuyas. Pagka muna po na ang isang mali, anong kanilang ginagawa, umaatras, they go back to the defense of retreat and to the false security of retreat. Kasi nila, ayoko na, mali naman ako lagi, hindi nila ako gagawa. Pagsalitain mo, pag may pinunakang mali, ayaw na magsalita uli. Pag presiden mo, pag may pinunakang, ayaw na magpreside uli. And I'm not talking about the experience of our church. Most of our people are very teachable. But I'm speaking in general terms. 
May mga tao sa hindi ka ng Bible study at nag-lead nga at may pinanakahan na hindi tamang pamamaraan. Eh, kayo na lang. Sabi ko na nga ba, hindi sa akin yan eh. Ganon. Kakitiran. Kung ganon ang ating mind, hindi tayo magiging full-blown disciple. A disciple is a learner. And a disciple being a learner develops in many areas and directions. Right now, I only like to propose that we review four areas of growth. Four areas of development ng isang tunay na disciple. Matatapos na naman ng taon. Nakailan na tayong pagkatapos ng taon? Nakailang kasko na tayo? Nakailang bagong taon na tayo as Christians? Nakailang buwan? Nakailang linggo na? Kailangan may asenso. And a person who would be a disciple of the Lord, who will take the world for Christ, who will win the world for Christ, must first and foremost grow. Marami po tayong vision para sa darating na taon. Marami tayong mga home Bible study groups, home church groups. But our vision is not for this home church group to just continue to minister internally among the already existing members. But we like to expand to the neighborhood. We like the people who attend our home groups to be able to bring in more people to the Lord through the home group. At ano pong ating gagawin as soon as we can put the program in place and as soon as we have brought this to the Lord in prayer, every family that attends our home group will pray for three other families in the neighborhood or in the vicinity or families that they have a burden for. And after a while, these members of our home groups will be visiting these families and sharing the gospel with them. And of course, the third level that would like to happen is for our members in the home group to be able to bring into the home group these new families. Ang bansa natin, nakaka-recover, nagre-recover. Lalo dapat ang church. There is a positive spirit that is sweeping the land. The spirit of hope in many cases. But the church must be the spearhead of the spirit of hope. Nang church ang mauna na bumangon sa kanyang maraming pagkakamali at pagkukulang. But first, we've got to prepare ourselves and be disciples of the Lord. Then we can be winners of souls. We can be fishers of men. But first we have to grow. A disciple, a learner, must first grow in character. What is character? Yung character yung hindi nakikita sa loob na pinanggagalingan ng lahat ng ating ginagawa, lalong-lalo na those that we do unconsciously. If you are polite on the outside, it must be a reflection of your character. If you say your pleases, your thank yous, your I'm sorry, it must be a reflection of a character. Meron pong mga nagtatagumpay to put on the outward manifestations of character, pero oras na nakalimot, oras na hindi na sila umaarte, lumalabas yung totoo. At yung totoo na yon yun yung character. And what I like to challenge all of us as Christians in preparation for discipleship, or in continuing discipleship, if you already are, is to develop the character. Hindi lang yung panlabas, hindi lang yung panlabas na ekspresyon ng karakter, kundi yung pinagmumulan noon sa loob. We don't want to become actors and actresses. We don't want to be professional pretenders. But we want that whatever good that we do, whatever fine things that we do, emanate from a character that comes from within. And it has to be clear. Ano pong sabi sa John 13.35? Why don't you open your Bibles? John 13.35 By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. 
And so, it will be obvious that people will know who we are by what we do, by our character. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Character identifies a disciple. Or, people will know that we are Christ's disciples through our character. Pag nakikita po nila ang ating lifestyle, pagka nahuhuli nila tayo sa moments of indiscretion, sa moments na hindi tayo masyadong aware, then they will know who we really are. Christians, let's admit it. Most of the time, marami tayong mga nice things that we do and good things that we do, but we do it out of obligation. Minsan merong bisita na naiinis-inis ka, pero bisita kasi kaya welcome, hello, heto ang truck, ganun-ganun. That is good. That is ethics. But if that is not felt in your heart, then it's not character. It's only an act. Pagka meron tayong mga kapatiran na may sakit, dadalawin mo. Kasi expected na dumalaw kayo. Pero nanggagaling ba sa puso? Gusto mo ba talagang dumalaw? Because if it doesn't come from the heart, it's not character. It is only a show. Mabuti na yung nagpapakita ng mabuti kahit hindi talaga galing sa loob kesa naman sa ipakita mo talaga yung laman ng loob mo kung tangit yung laman ng loob. Mabuti na maging sibilisado. Pero ang sinasabi ko ngayon, brothers and sisters, let's move on to a higher step of spirituality and not only perform, not only do what is right, but attack our hearts and from there begin that every thought will be right. Therefore, we've got to improve our character. Hindi yung ating performance, hindi yung ating ethics, hindi yung ating etiquette, kundi yung kalooban natin. Meron salita tayo sa Tagalog niyan, yung loob. Somehow a very mystical word for the people of this country, yung loob, yung kalooban. Ang ating ayusin, ang ating baguhin, yung kalooban. Hindi yung panlabas na ipinakikita natin. I was listening once to a tape of Joyce Landor. She was invited to speak in front of many people. She's a celebrated author, by the way, sa Amerika. At hindi na siya ipinakilala nung nagdala sa kanya sa mesa. It was a women's group. She was taken to the table. Sabi naman nung nagdala sa kanya, ayun need no introduction kasi sikat ka naman. Sige, upo ka na lang dyan. Iniwan na siya. So, hindi siya kilala ng mga katabi niya. Yung mga katabi naman niya, kwento-kwentuhan, tumpok-tumpukan. Hindi siya pinapansin. Tapos meron siyang katabi na sa niya, gusto ko kausapin ito. Pero talaga mukhang Bernay Santo yung mukha niya. At sabi niya, iinis ako sa babaeng ito, ba't ganitong mukha niya? Kinakausap niya, halos ayos sumagot. O, kumusta ka? Buti nandito ka. Kinilit lang ako magpunta dito. Hindi makainteresado talagang magpunta dito. Hindi niya alam yung kausap niya yung guest speaker. Tapos, niya, parang dala niya yung buong mundo. Inainis siya. Tapos sabi niya, Lord, teach me how to love her. That I'll be polite to her, not because required, kundi nanggagaling sa puso ko. Pero talagang mang wala eh, naiinis na ako. Sabi niya ganun. And then, kinausap niya. Yung pala itong babaeng ito, kaya miserable, yung kanya palang anak nasa hospital, at yung anak niya, retarded, he had the mind of a, if I'm not mistaken now, four-year-old child. Sabi niya, ah, ganun ba? Four-year-old lang ang mind ng anak mo? Sabi, eh, ilang taon na ba yung anak mo? Sabi naman itong babaeng nakakainis, 37. Sabi niya, kaya pala ganitong itsura ng babaeng ito. Talagang pasan nga niya yung mundo. Imagine, 37 years na siyang nag-aalaga ng anak na four-year-old ang takbo ng utak. So talagang magkakadyan ito nga ito. And then, she began to love her. And to understand why she was like that. What am I driving at, brothers and sisters? Madalas din, hindi natin gusto. Naiinis ka rin. Pero, mabuti pa rin ang iyong pakita dahil Christian ka. That is good. 
But what is better is maganda ang ating pakita dahil mula sa kalooban ng ating puso, meron talaga tayong pagtingin, pagmamahal, malasakit. And so this is what I have been driving at all along. Don't perfect the art of pretense. Go beyond the surface. Go to the heart and ask the Lord to change our character. Kumisan para kang patient, nagagalit na sa'yo ang tao, nakangiti ka pa, pero actually sa loob mo, inis na inis ka na. Ang gawin natin, huwag lang tayong magpanggap na okay lang, kundi yung puso natin ang magbago, na talagang dun sa kaloob-looban, hindi pa rin tayo naiinis. Let's move on to a deeper level of spirituality wherein all the good things that we do are not only out of obligation or out of civility, but it is out of a character that has been changed by the Lord. Sabi sa 2 Corinthians 3.18, sabi ni Paul, we reflect the Lord's glory. Na pag nakikita tayo ng tao, nagre-reflect sa kanila yung glory ni Lord through our character. And so, let's continue to develop this and those that have not done it, let's begin to do it that we now bring to the Lord our character. Hindi lang natin sasayang, Lord, dagdagan niyo po ang patience ko sa taong ito. Dagdagan niyo. Hindi, Lord, teach me to love this person. And you know, people need love, especially when they don't deserve it. Yung nakaiinis, yun talaga ang tunay na nangangailangan ng pag-ibig. Kasi nakakainis na nga yun eh, sino pang iibig dun? Kaya talagang yun ang kailangan niya. Let us not return evil for evil, but learn to love. Na kung tayo man nagagalit, may nire-rebuke tayo, may pinapagalitan tayo, it is out of love. Because we love the person, and we like the person corrected. Hindi dahil gusto natin siyang gantihan, at yung ginawa niyang mali sa atin, gusto natin ibalik sa kanya, then that is not love. We rebuke, we can correct, but out of love. So a learner develops character. Character. But how can we develop character? Only when we continue to immerse ourselves in God's Word. Inilulubog natin ang ating sarili sa salita ng Diyos, nakikipagniig tayo sa Kanya sa panalangin, kinokontrol natin ang ating sarili, nakakadevelop tayo ng character. Don't only show kindness, but have kindness. Don't only show politeness, but have politeness. And we are ready for discipleship. A disciple being a learner should also develop in conviction. Si Moses gave us an example of conviction. Sabi sa Hebrews 11, 24-25, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to endure the pleasures of sin for a short time. Lumaki na si Moses na parang apo ng hari ng Egypt. Dahil inampon siya ng anak ng hari. But later on, when he was 40 years old, sinabi niya, hindi naman ako Egyptian. Hindi naman ako member ng royal family. I'll rather be identified with the Hebrews who are the slaves of the Egyptians rather than enjoy the sins of Egypt. Bakit? Meron siyang conviction. And what was the conviction? To identify with God's people and later on to lead God's people out of slavery. Conviction is a very expensive commodity. Ang taong merong conviction, nagbabayad ng mahal. Katulad ni Moses. Pero, hindi namang walang conviction, nagbabayad din ng mahal. Kumisan lang nga, enjoy now, pay later. Pero nagbabayad pa rin. Magbabayad din lang tayo ng mahal, doon na sa conviction. 
Now, why are we talking about conviction? Ang teacher na may conviction, kay pagawain mo ng lesson plan, bantayan, chicken, o hindi, gumagawa siya. Ang teacher na walang conviction, pag walang mag-check, hindi gumagawa. Ang singer, musician na walang conviction, pag hindi chine-check, pag hindi pinapagalitan, kahit mali-mali, pwede na. Pero kung meron siyang conviction, hindi niya kailangan bantayan, paalalahanan o pagalitan. Ginagawa niya ang lahat with excellence dahil meron siyang conviction. Ang church member na may conviction comes early and helps and prays. Kahit hindi mo bola-bolahin, kahit hindi mo ligaw-ligawan o sundan-sundan. Ang taong merong conviction, kahit mahirap yung ministry, ginagawa niya kahit hindi siya binabayaran o hindi siya ina-encourage. Ang taong merong conviction, gumagawa ng tama, kinokontra na, hindi na tinutulungan, gumagawa pa rin ng tama dahil ang ginagawa niya nang gagaling sa conviction. I like to ask you, for whatever you do for the church of the Lord, are you doing it out of conviction or out of compulsion? Dumarating ba tayo, mga teachers, before the worship service so we can pray together dahil sabi kasi ng pastor eh. Baka tayo mairapan, baka tayo mamemohan, baka tayo mapagalitan pag hindi natin ginawa o dahil may conviction. Hindi ko na sinasabi ngayon sa mga servants of the Lord na gawin nyo yan ng mabuti. Ang sinasabi ko na, bakit nyo ba ginagawa yan? Dahil ba tayo may conviction? O dahil itinagagawa kasi? Eh, umaaten naman ako dito, nakakahiya naman pag hindi ako sumunod. Bakit nga ba tayo naglilingkod? Bakit tayo nagtuturo? Bakit tayo kumakanta? Bakit tayo nagbibigay ng mga tithes and offerings? Dahil sinecheck. O, ang mga yaps, meron silang mga sobre dyan sa baba and they are checking themselves. This is their own idea. O bakit ngayon magiging faithful? Dahil baka malaman ng treasurer kung hindi ako faithful. Huwag nyo nang gawin kung ganun lang. Wala rin yun. Napuri ka lang ng tao, pero ang Diyos hindi. Why do we do what we do? It must be out of conviction. Kaya kung meron pa tayong ginagawa ngayon as servants of the Lord na dahil ang obligasyon, mga kapatid, hindi ko sinasabi, huwag nyo nalang gawin. Kundi, ilapit sa Panginoon ang ating kalooban at ipacheck natin yan at ipaayos at magpaturo tayo sa Lord ng Lord, bigyan niyo po ako ng conviction to do it. Dahil mahal ko kayo. Dahil mahal ko yung church. Hindi dahil na boto kasi ako maging deacon eh, kaya dapat kong gawin yan. O yung kasi ang image ko sa publiko, kaya dapat kong gawin ito. O nakakahiya naman sa kanila kung hindi ako makikisama. All in all, what I have been saying all along is this. Let's continue to be polite and to do good, but let it come from reality. Let it come from the heart. Let it come from character. At ngayon, let us continue to excel, but let it come from conviction. Alam niyo yung taong mayroong conviction, kahit hindi bantayan, excellent. Kahit hindi purihin, kahit hindi i-encourage ng kapwa-tao, excellent. Ginagawa kasi niya yun dahil alam niya sa kaloob-looban ng puso niya, yun na yun ang dapat gawin. We've got to move on to that level of spirituality that we are doing things out of character, out of conviction, not out of compulsion or duty o dahil lang ina-expect. We've got to have Christ's conviction. Why do we do the work of the Lord urgently? Because time is of the essence. The Lord is coming soon. And even if He doesn't come soon, people are dying every day. Kaya dapat magmadali. Bakit merong mga 
evangelistic activity pag November 1 ang church na ito. Dahil yun ang tradisyon. Dahil yun ang kaugalian na. Ngayon, pag hindi na November 1, nagsosol winning pa ba kayo? Kung hindi na, yung ginawa nyo ng November 1 was not out of conviction. Programa kasi ng church eh. Kaya gawin. Alam nyo kung meron tayong conviction ng soul winning, matagal na tayong hindi nagkasya dito. Kung meron tayong conviction to do what is right, coming from within, hindi natin kailangan ng program, hindi natin kailangan ng mga training program, hindi natin kailangan na check-in, igrupo kayo, committee, lagyan ng leader, mag-check ng attendance para magawa ang dapat gawin. You know why? Because we are not doing it out of conviction. Ginagawa nyo kasi sabi ng pastor eh. Sabi ng deacon eh. Sabi ng leader, magta-track distribution kami ngayon eh. Kaya track distribution. Pero, gano'ng karami sa inyo ang may mga tracks talaga sa bulsa at sa bag na with or without a program, eh namimigay talaga. Pag sumakay kayo sa jeep, may mga katabi, namimigay. Nagpunta sa palengke, nagbibigay sa mga tindera. Nagpunta kahit saan, namimigay ng mga tracks. Sinong gumagawa nun? Pag ginagawa nyo yun, mga kapatid, hindi ko inuutos. Conviction yun. Pero pag sinabi ko ngayon, oh, may mga tracks dyan sa baba, kumuha kayo, ilagay nyo sa bag ninyo, at mamaya ipamigay nyo, gagawin nyo na naman, dahil sinabihan. I have been saying all along is this, begin to do things from the heart, not because you're being told. And if that happens, we are disciples. And if our heart is not in a position to do it, admit it right now to the Lord, repent about it, and give that heart to the Lord, and say, Lord, change my character. Give me the conviction. Hindi lang, Lord, give me obedience. Kapag sinabi ng leader ko, obey ako, obey, obey. That's good. But uh, there is something better that you're doing without being told. Because it comes from your conviction. Kaya ang gusto ko itanong eh, nasa puso na ba talaga natin si Christ? Ba, reviewin. Kasi kung nasa puso natin si Christ, yung burden ni Christ, burden natin. Yung mission ni Christ, mission natin. Yung gusto niyang gawin, gusto natin gawin. Without being told. Review. How much is the Lord present in your heart that nobody has to tell you. It comes from the inside because the Holy Spirit is there. Let us work on that. Go to the deeper essences of spirituality. A Christian must move because of conviction. Some disciples move not only, you know, dahil may conviction, dahil they are being told, they are being watched, and Ang pinakamasagwa nito, if you're doing it because you're being paid. Pag sinabi mong, ay naku eh, sinusupport tayo ng church as evangelist, kaya kailangan gawin natin yan to deserve our pay. Eh, sinusupport tayo as musician, kaya gawin natin yan. Sinusupport natin tayo as this and that. That is good, but that is not the best reason for doing anything. A Christian must learn to internalize principles and move from that internalized principle. Sa evangelism, ganun dapat. Sa ating conduct. Sino ang holy because of conviction? Naku, hindi ako manonood ng, ano ba yun, three witches ba? Hocus pocus. Because of conviction, kasi evil ang subject. Pero pag walang nakakita, pag nasa Dagupan City, manonood. So, hindi conviction. Arte. Arte lang ang kabanalan dahil baka may makakita. Pero pag walang nakakakita, ginagawa pa rin natin ang dapat. Yun ang tinatawag na conviction. Kaya gusto kong tanongin, eh, gano'ng karami ba talaga sa mga kabanalan natin dito ang arte? At gano'ng karami yung conviction? Dahil talagang alam mo, kumbinsido ka and you're sold 100% that that should be it. Many Christians with the promise of secrecy will do something wrong. Pero kung alam nila mabibisto, hindi nila gagawin. Dahil mabibisto. 
Then that is pretense. Arte yon. Hindi yon kabanalan. It doesn't come from character. It doesn't come from conviction. Kaya nakikita natin, yun talaga ang dapat i-attack. Character. Conviction. In our service to the Lord, there must be excellence. Kailangan maayos. In our cleanliness, convicted tayo to be clean. Marami sa atin, oh, mga deacons, first Sunday of the month, oh, sige, bihis na bihis, long sleeves, may tie. Eh, kasi sabi, dress code dyan eh. Pero kung hindi na first Sunday, hindi na dress code, ano na mga itsura? Hindi nag-dress up for conviction. We want to dress up so that will be decent. So that, because we reflect the Lord's image. Hindi naman kailangan maging mahal ang damit natin o bago, pero yung mukha tayo mga disente dahil mag-worship tayo. Minsan lalabas ka ng bahay, sasabihin ng kapit-bahay mo, huwag magja-jogging ka ba? Hindi, mag-worship. Eh, paano ang itsura mo? Mukha ka magja-jogging. We don't reverence the worship. Siyempre, yung outward manifestation, sabihin natin, panlabas lang yan. Pero yung panglabas, yun ay refleksyon nung nasa loob. So, saan manggagaling yan? Saan nanggagaling ang ating attitude? Saan nanggagaling ang ating itsura? Nanggagaling yan doon sa loob. Kaya kumisan, huy, mukha kaya tang in love. Meron bang mukhang in love? Meron. If a person is in love, lumalabas. Maski kung paano niya suklay ng kanyang buhok. Nakita mong pagod na pagod na. Lagi ba kaya walang pawis ang mukha nitong taong ito? Kasi lagi siya nagpapakyot dahil nandun pala yung mahal niya sa buhay. Kaya alam na alam mo rin sa isang tao kung wala itong romantic uh, feeling kahit kanino. Mukhang tiriringgay. Pero naku, pag ayos na ayos siya, saan kaya laging ayos na ayos ito? Kumisan magre-retreat ka, magka-camp, nando ka sa bundok, magtataka ka, ba't ito kaya babae kito'y parang laging bagong labas ng beauty parlor? Yung pala'y dahil nandong kasi si, hmm, ganon. Nasa loob, lalabas. Kung masama ang loob mo, kahit anong iti ang gawin mo, lalabas. So sinasabi ko sa inyo, yung nakikita ngayon sa atin sa labas, is a reflection kung ano yung nasa loob. Kaya hindi natin pwede sabihin, panglabas lang yan. Yung nasa labas, yun ang hint kung anong nasa loob. And if we reverence what we do, we will treat it decently. Hindi ka pupunta sa worship service sa para kang mag-jogging lang o mag-exercise sa luneta. But many people come to the worship and say, oh, pagkatapos mag- magpunta tayo sa mall, mag-ganito tayo, mag-ganon. Kaya ang suot na nila pang ganon. For convenience, for their private activities, they sacrifice even the decency of their looks. So ano ba talagang gusto gawin sa Sunday, mamasyal o mag-worship? Alin ba talaga ang number one doon? Hindi masyadong big deal yung panglabas. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, what you are on the outside is a reflection of what you are inside. O pagka yung tao, lagi na lamang ang mga kuko, ay eh, akala mo naglubog sa tinta. Lagi mo nakikita ganun. Ano sasabihin mo? Siguro itong tao ito ay eh, sa laula. Ba't siya ganun? It is a reflection of what is inside. And so, even in what we do, if you are a Sunday school teacher, do you arrive on time? Dumadating ka ba bago mag-umpisa ang klase? O nandun na yung lahat bago ka dumating? If you are a leader sa worship, musical leader, presider, nandun na ba lahat? Wala ka pa. It is an outward manifestation of what is in your heart. Unless a very reasonable event stopped you from coming on time. Pero kung lagi kang late, it is a reflection of what is inside. Ano ang yung karakter? Ano ang yung conviction? At kung nagmamadali ka lang dyan, dahil sabi ko, lahat ng teacher mag-sign in at gusto kong checkhan ng inyong mga kung anong oras kayo dumadating. Pagka ang motivation nyo para hindi naman ako mapansin, huwag ako mapagalitan. Wala yun. Walang conviction. Then we have to bring our hearts to the Lord. A Christian must be moved by God-given conviction. So, dapat tayong mag-learn, mag-grow saan? Character, conviction, at isa pa, perspective. 
to see the probable end and not only the beginning of a thought, an action, a situation. Yung perspective, let's say, front view, back view, side view, oblique view. Yung taong may perspective, hindi lang yan ang nakikita niya lahat, lahat, lahat. Meron ba tayong perspective sa ating pagiging Christian? Na pag meron kang gagawin, iniisip mo ba agad, okay, yun ang gusto kong gawin, pero ano magiging epekto nun sa likod, sa harap, sa gilid ng church? Ano magiging epekto? Okay, so, singer ako, song leader ako, magiging huli ako kasi ayoko pang gumising eh. Ano magiging epekto nito sa mood ng, ng deacon for music? Ano magiging epekto nito sa buong worship? Ano magiging epekto nito sa mga kasama kong kakanta? Yung taong meron ng ganong perspective, pwede na siya maging disciple. Yung hindi lang sarili niya ang nakikita niya. Sunday school teacher ako, na-offend ako, magre-resign ako, dahil yun ang gusto kong gawin. Pero, ano magiging effect nun sa moral ng ibang Sunday school teachers? Ano magiging effect nito sa principal? Ano magiging effect nito sa mga nag-aaral? Anong effect nito sa buong organisasyon? When we think about these things, we are beginning to have perspective. Member ako, hindi ako sisipot ng tatlong buwan. Type ko eh. Pero anong effect nun sa kapwa ko member? Anong effect nun sa Sunday school teacher ko? Anong effect nun sa akin? Anong effect nun sa church? Do we think about these things? You know why many Christians don't become disciples? Because they don't have perspective. And you know why they don't have perspective? Because they are very selfish. Anong sabi ng Philippians 2, 3, and 4? Open your Bibles. Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Magpapatawag ka ng meeting. Ang isang leader na ito, hindi pwede sa araw na yon. Hindi siya pwede sa oras na yon. So, hindi siya darating. Kasi yun ang kailangan ng kanyang sarili, ng kanyang panahon, ng kanyang pag-aaral, ng kanyang negosyo, ng kanyang buhay. But, itinatanong niyo ba sa sarili niyo, pag hindi ako dumating, anong magiging effect sa lahat? Will I be a good example? Ano magiging effect sa leader? Madedemoralize ba siya? Madidiscourage? Mag-e-erode ba yung kanyang authority? Dahil sinabi niyang pupunta tayo, tapos hindi ako pupunta? Ano magiging perception sa kanya ng mga iba? Matutulungan ko ba siya na mas maging authoritative? O lalabanan ko, i-erode ko yung base ng kanyang authority? Ang katatapos po mensahe ni Pastor Ed Labin ay pinamagatang A disciple is a learner. Ang inyong narinig ay ang unang bahagi. Ang ikalawang bahagi ay maririnig sa susunod na pagsasahim papawid ng programang Day by Day.
programang Day by Day. Tayo po'y magsama-sama mula lunes hanggang biyernes. Magandang gabi po at mabuhay ang Panginoong Hesus.